Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. John Bailey upped his commitment to independent tech news. So up yours. Patreon.com slash DTMS. Apologies for that. John made me say that. This is the Daily Tech News for Friday, June 7th, 2019 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. Meet your newest barbecue pit master. I'm Len Peralta. Uh, I don't smoke, but I'm here producing the show. I'm Roger Chan. Ah, newest barbecue pit master. Meet master barbecue pit master. Chris hey. Ashley, co-host of the SMR podcast with us today. Hey, hey, what's happening? Yes. What's up, people? How you guys doing? Uh, if you are not getting the Good Day Internet show uh, available at patreon.com slash DTNS, uh, you're going to miss... A clinic, I believe, after the show is done. <laughs> uh, I got about, time today. Yeah. We, we're going to some we're gonna be talking some smoked meats after that. But if you're just interested in the tech news, you're in the right place. Let's start with a few tech things you should know. Facebook announced it will no longer allow Huawei to pre-install its apps on the company's smartphones, including WhatsApp, Instagram, and the core Facebook app. Apps already pre-installed on existing devices will continue to work and receive updates. Sources tell Kotaku that Blizzard canceled work on a StarCraft first-person shooter. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. 
Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Codenamed Ares, the prototype had been built on the Overwatch engine. Sources said that Blizzard has moved most of the developers to the Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 teams. Google is rolling out a search update that won't surface more than two top results from the same website. No, Google says still might still surface more than two listings from the same website if they're deemed highly relevant, but will now treat subdomains and their root domains as part of a single website. Hmm. Seems fair, but something websites won't like. All right, let's talk a little more about uh, Google executive sources. Tell the Financial Times that Google executives have asked the United States for a permanent exemption to the export ban on Huawei. Google right now has a temporary license to deliver Android security updates to Huawei rather than making Huawei wait for them to show up on the Android open source project. They could do that, but it would be delayed significantly and it would open the operating system to attacks on vulnerabilities. Now, that license that Google has to deliver those updates promptly right now is not permanent. When it goes away, Google says a ban would reduce the security of Huawei phones, possibly forcing it to create a modified fork that would be less secure and therefore make the Internet less secure. Google's saying you need to give us a permanent license to give them security updates for our own good. Because if you have millions of Huawei phones out there, which there are, and suddenly they're all vulnerable uh, to security flaws, which they might be, that is a vector for people to launch attacks on everybody who doesn't have Huawei phones. Yeah, you know what? Those guys made a pretty good argument because I wasn't at 100% sure how that was going to be a security risk if you weren't allowed to use them here. But they did make one good argument, at least they pointed it out in the article, that if you have secure documents that end up on one of these devices and then that device gets hacked, well, then there goes your secure document. So that I I can buy, but I'm, I'm still trying to figure out this whole thing is unfortunately does the state that our politics are in you, you just don't know is this you know a genuine thing that they're concerned with or is this some kind of power move that they're trying to do i have no idea yeah i mean honestly it, it is mostly a political move there there may be validity to the security concerns but that is generally not believed to be the the reasoning uh, behind a lot of this pressure to be put on uh, especially because zte which could have the exact same issues as, as Huawei uh, has basically been given the ability to continue to do business with the U.S. because they agreed to some oversight and things like that. So that's what the United States wants to happen. That said, yeah. even beyond just the document stuff, you know, if you could install a botnet on a few million Huawei phones and start launching out attacks onto the Internet, suddenly there's more chances of the rest of us running into malware, running into phishing schemes because sure. they have that increased surface area too. It's just, that's yep. like, it's like a generalized immunity thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, if I'm the U S government and Google is saying to me, listen, you don't want us to have to wait for updates to come through the Android open source project or Huawei rather. What kind of time are we talking about? Are we talking about a week, talking about a year, talking about somewhere in between. Uh, it depends on where you look. I, I've heard people say that it, it can be around a month. 
Uh, yeah, that, that seems to be the, significant. the general figure thrown out there. And a month, yeah, is a long time if it's a known vulnerability, especially if it's a zero day right. vulnerability. Uh, the, you know that that gives the attackers a lot of time to take advantage of it. Walmart will ask some shoppers to let their delivery people in the house, literally. Starting in autumn, customers in Kansas City, Missouri, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and Vero Beach, Florida will shop with Walmart's in-home service and can have their groceries delivered right to the fridge in their kitchen, supposing that the fridge is in the kitchen, when they're not at home. An unspecified smart entry technology will let the delivery personnel in and let the customers view the delivery in real time if they're not at home. Photos accompanying the announcement showed Walmart delivery people wearing cameras as well. Could you imagine the horror? (laughs) I thought the same thing. I was like, absolutely not. No one's going in my fridge. It's like going through my underwear drawer or something. Stay out of my fridge. I think Walmart is working on that too, to deliver underwear right into your underwear. I mean, you walk. I mean, we clowned this idea when it was with Amazon, mm-hmm. you know, and that was just dropping your packages in your door. Now you're in right, my refrigerator. Right. Can you they, imagine I'm looking at a camera and watching some cat eating my ribs? No. no well, that's way. the point. They're wearing those body cams like the cops have. So so you could tell, like, oh, that person ate my ribs. I've got it yep. on video. They're right. not going to be able to resist, Tom. They smell so good. <laughs> Especially your ribs. But, but assuming that, okay, they're, they're, Walmart is going through all the steps necessary to make it as uncreepy as possible to have perishable foods put inside your fridge, which is, in theory, a nice idea, right? If you really trusted somebody to do that, you, that would be great if you weren't around. But there is... There's a difference between, I mean, I wasn't even real keen on the idea of anyone opening my door and putting a package right inside. I've got like pets and stuff. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I don't want people doing that. But to go all the way into my kitchen and start, you know, rearranging things and seeing that I have hummus that should have been thrown out uh, about a week ago and, you know, and the like is, you know, what though? It's, it's like another, another level of just kind of privacy weirdness. Walmart. Okay. The thing that really bothers me the most is the fact that it's an unspecified technology until they tell me who's making this door lock and how it works. Right. I'm going to have big problems with this, but they say they will train the delivery person on how to organize the most efficient refrigerator, which does make me start going, oh. man, that'd be nice if it was somebody really was better at this than me. And I came and I was like, Oh mm-hmm. man, my fridge is so better organized now. You know, right. I, would, I thought it's, that was a great point when they talked about they were going to do all this training, how to organize, you know, I guess courtesy. But I didn't see anything about hygiene. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you come in my door, picking your nose and then packing we out need my some groceries. some white gloves on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's a little bit of that. Right. That yeah. The smart fridge sounds out, better and better. Up. So you don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Uh, NASA announced it. Well, oh, you know what? Before we move on, actually, uh, if there's someone out there who's like, no, 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 I absolutely want this. I totally trust them. I would do this in a heartbeat. Uh, I tried it in 2017 when Amazon did that short version of it. Whatever. Feedback at DailyTechNewsShow.com. We want to hear the other side on this. Please NASA- include where you live. <laughs> and what you eat. <laughs> NASA announced it will open more of its part of the International Space Station to commercial opportunities. Something so the uh, Russian uh, side has already done. They've done some space tourism. Uh, up until now, NASA has put a hard line saying you can't do anything for profit on our side. That's going to change. This new interim directive will let private companies buy time and space on the ISS for producing, marketing, or testing products 
Uh, they could shoot a commercial. They could shoot some movie scenes. Uh, they can use resources on the ISS for commercial purposes and even rent a little bit of the astronauts' time and expertise, though significantly not their likenesses. So they can't put them in the movie. Companies can send their own astronauts starting as early as 2020. NASA also called for private space companies to propose ideas for new habitats or modules that could be attached to the ISS. Now, there's a limit. NASA is only going to allocate 5% of its resources to commercial activities. So 95% will still be under the old rules. Up to 175 kilograms of commercial cargo can be sent per year. And NASA crew will only be allowed to dedicate up to 90 hours to commercial activities a year. Bigelow Aerospace says it's already booked, though. Four private flights on a SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft whenever they're allowed to get going. So when I read this article, I was like, you know what? This is pretty cool because we've definitely seen a bit of a de-emphasis on NASA, um, you know, defunding of NASA. And, you know, they've been responsible for plenty of inventions that we use in our everyday lives. And so I was like, you know what? If they find this as a a new source of revenue, all good. But then the one little part in this article got me kind of, you know, got my Bama meter turned up. Mm-hmm. And that's where they mentioned the ultimate selling off or, you know, the the privatization of parts of this mm-hmm. program. That then I was like, OK, is this going to be another situation where we're uh, socializing the laws and privatizing the gains where you know we take everything was paid for by taxpayer dollars and then now private companies get to make millions and millions and millions of dollars and provide no breaks to taxpayers and you know and so on and so forth because it looks like there's still that even though they postponed the mandate for 2025 it looks like that it's still an ultimate goal so that's what got me a little step step back from you're worried about the td ameritrade habitat module yeah, essentially. <laughs> uh, I I think that is a valid concern. It does feel like what they want to do is get money from from private companies for the part of the ISS that's on its way out, uh, in order to do the scientific projects that they don't have enough money for now because they're spending a few billion dollars a year on the space station. If it worked out that way, I'm okay. I'm okay if they say, you know what, we're we're this is this is old territory now. We, you know, we're, like we did with satellites. Satellites used to be only the government. Now they're private. We're going to cede the ISS over to that while we do a moon base, while we do some more right. scientific experiments uh, and and investigations of Venus and Mercury and and the Oort cloud. It, it all depends on what those new projects are. To me, right. it's like as long as that money is being well spent for science, then I'll probably be okay with it. On the commercial side, though, it's like testing products. Okay, well, I don't know. Can a candy bar be eaten happily in zero G's? Whatever. Like the testing of the products is sort of one side of it, but the the, the the exact the same article was sort of like and then commercial entities can have that you know uh, um, cachet of being on the ISS and having the Earth in the background, and it's like. You can do all of that fakely really well with CGI and have been able to do Probably that for a long cheaper, time. So I'm just but- – I'm not so sure mm-hmm. unless you somehow in the commercial atmosphere prove that you're there and everyone's really, really impressed. No, like- that's the thing, right? It's the press aspect of it at that point. Yeah. Maybe there's yeah. some stuff – maybe there's some shots you can get a person that would be impressive. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think your candy product testing is going to get approved for funding. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> uh, back to the drawing board. <laughs> iOS 13 includes an API that's going to excite some developers. It has multicam support for third-party apps that can capture photos, video, audio, metadata, and depth simultaneously from a single iOS device 
with multi-cameras. Apple has supported multi-cam capture on macOS since OS X Lion, but on an iPhone and iPad, developers can now offer video streams and photo and audio from the front-facing camera and the rear camera at the same time, which should know, should should get us some interesting apps, but only for newer hardware. So it is limited, including the iPhone XS, XS Max, the XR, and the iPad Pro. So now I can record my sweating from both <laughs> fronts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you looking degrees. at and what do you look like? Well, the Walmart folks can wear them around their neck. And then oh, right. For sure. Now you can see them pick their nose while they're putting. Are you salivating? Get out of my fridge. Uh, no, there's, there's some real good uses for this. Really cool. There really is some cool, 360 yeah. degree stuff you could use for this. Um, and, and, and I'm only sad that my phone is not going to be able to take advantage. Neither of my phones are going to be able to take advantage of it, but that, you know, that's the way of this stuff. It always comes to the newest greatest first. Yeah, I can definitely see because I'm starting to record some of my training sessions. So I could definitely see me recording my training partner and then myself at the same time pointing out what he's doing and why he's doing it oh, during smart. the lift or something like that. So I could yeah. definitely see some use cases around that. So I think it's pretty cool. Overall. You know what? I could think that would have been real helpful because I had I had to do some videos where when I was doing some physical uh, therapy where they showed me an exercise and they, you know, they filmed me doing it or they'd film them doing it. But it would have been so helpful to see both of us doing it. You know? Right, right. Yep. Really cool. That's good stuff. Uh, finally, PC gamers Jared Walton did some math for everybody on Google Stadia and estimates that the service uses around 15.75 gigabytes per hour if you're streaming 4K 60 frames per second. It uses about 9 gigabytes per hour if you're going 1080p or 4.5 gigabytes per hour at the 720p setting. This is just based on the information that Google gave out about what the streams are like and how much data they use. If you don't have a data cap, then you probably don't care. But many of you do. And some people are on extremely small caps. If you're on an extremely small cap, this service is going to work for you at all, although that's probably the minority. But let's say you're on a common US plan of a one terabyte cap. That's one that Comcast does in a few locations. The idea of such a cap is that it's big enough that most of your activity, even streaming Netflix, won't run up against the cap but it will work to stop egregious heavy use of the system. That's what Comcast wants to do. They want to have that cap there so they can charge that top tier people that are going above and beyond, right? Uh, They don't want to get in the way of everyone because then they hear too many complaints. That one terabyte cap would give you up to 65 hours of Google Stadia streaming at 4K a month if you don't do anything else. Uh, You know, if you stream some Netflix shows, you're going to get less than 65 hours out of that cap. Uh, At 1080p 60 that comes to 113 hours of streaming per month. I'll be honest, I this was a larger amount than I expected. Yeah, and I, as a solid gamer who have who has spent taken off weeks at a time for new releases, that's nothing. That day, that amount of data is nothing um, at, at that uh, at that rate. So I don't have a cap, thank goodness. So it wouldn't necessarily affect me. But like you mentioned, so many people do. Um, I guess, you know, you would have the option to hopefully downgrade the video quality uh, to kind of save on that. But uh, this is why, you know, we harped on how bad Ajit Pai is and, uh, you know, folks that gamers who did not pay attention to all the stuff that's going on with him and what he's doing with our uh, Internet regulations. This is another reason why. Because, you know, aside from just having data caps put out there, certainly these companies could then start degrading 
your connection and saying, well, if you were playing through us or doing using our connections, it would be faster and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, this is why you have to pay attention, because even though it may not affect you today, it may affect you somewhere else. Yeah. The one thing for sure that that uh, you should keep in mind is if you are going to complain to a government agency, you have to complain to the FTC now, not the FCC about this kind of stuff. Yeah. When I looked at the one terabyte cap, I was like, 65 hours, that seems like so much gaming. But again, well, if you live alone and you're doing that rather than watching a bunch of Netflix shows or whatever, then sure, okay. But if you have a household with people who are doing all sorts of things using your internet connection, that becomes problematic really quick. Oh, yeah. The uh, the Comcast cap used to be at like 250 gigabytes, then it was 750 gigabytes. They came out with the terabyte after Netflix really took off with popularity. A lot of people thought that Comcast would try to stomp on Netflix. Comcast isn't going to try to stomp on Netflix on this end. Comcast was stomping on Netflix on the back end, on on the 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 pure uh, stuff, on on the right. transit stuff. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if Comcast decides that Google Stadia is big enough to increase this cap because the key is that we're starting to get more people doing 4k streaming that eats up your cap faster. Uh, and so that's going to continue to be an issue. If we see Comcast raise that cap to two terabytes or even five terabytes, that's one indication that Google stadia is probably going to be around to stay because they must be seeing enough of that effect uh, that that they're willing to do it because they're probably already thinking about doing it because of 4k streaming from prime video and Netflix and stuff yep. anyway. And other gaming platforms are starting to go oh, into yeah. streaming as well. So, you know, Apple, uh, Microsoft, and uh, Sony just announced that they're going to be partnering, uh, in, uh, you know, using the Azure backend services for hosting mm-hmm. and, uh, of the game. So it's, n- it's not just going to be Google. So uh, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Hey, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to DailyTechHeadlines.com. All right, starting September 17th with the release of Destiny 2 Shadowkeep, uh, the Destiny 2 base game, along with the first year's worth of add-ons, are going to go free-to-play on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. It will also be free-to-play on Google Stadia when that service launches in November. The free-to-play version of Destiny 2 is going to be called Destiny 2 New Light, and players who want to play in the Forsaken expansion and the annual pass will have to pay $40 for the bundle. Also, you got to pay for Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. That's 35 bucks. But if you do that, you now won't need any of the past Destiny 2 content to play it. So they're really shaking things up there. And maybe, I don't know, Chris, you tell me, is this more exciting than all of that? Destiny 2 is going to support cross-saves on all platforms, beginning with Shadowkeep. Bam. <laughs> I didn't care about none of that other stuff. Um, because I'm gonna if it was pay, I would have bought it. If it was free, I'll play it. It doesn't matter. You know, I've been playing Destiny since the very first version. But the cross save is the big part of this announcement that uh, that really hit home for me because for quite some time now I had been really thinking about uh trying out PC gaming again. I haven't done it in years. I've been a console gamer since the first Xbox, actually before that, PlayStation, Nintendo. All of that stuff. But um, I was like, you know what? There, there's, you know, there's certain advantages you get from playing on a on a PC. So I wanted to try it out and see if it's something that I could pick up. Not to mention with the announcement of Microsoft and Sony combining forces, Google Stadia, Apple's uh, gaming platform. It really seems to me that game streaming is really about to go to the next level, um, which, you know, makes sense uh, so with uh, at Microsoft having the Azure backend services. So 
the one thing that's like, okay, I can go buy a PC, I can set this thing up, and I can try to play it and you know see if I can get used to it over a couple of months. But man, the grind you would have to put in to replicate what my character on console has. I mean, we're talking about over a year of gaming to gather all the stuff and the levels and all of that stuff that I have. And I'm going to start from nothing. No way. (laughs) (laughs) So that's just like a huge barrier. It's like, eh. you know, and I tried to sell it to myself as, well, if you start from scratch, you can really use it as an opportunity to learn how to use the mouse. But that, you know, my brain was like, nah, nah, we can't do that. That's a lot of work, a lot of work. And you know, these, destiny especially is built around teams you know a lot of a lot of uh team gameplay so the fact that i can just pick up uh you know a pc install this uh, on in september 17th and then have all the stuff that i already have and just pick up from there really cool you know and other games are announcing the same thing as well uh, so I, that, that i really like not the holy grail but a, a good a good piece now for people who may not be familiar with the the concept of cross saves what 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 exactly does that mean right so essentially um like i was uh just mentioning is that if i take my character um today on my xbox and then i would be able to take all the content all the the completions of missions that i have all the uh weapons that i got and you know destiny is a loot shooter as well as a, a mmo so it's, you know, MMO, meaning that it's a, you know, a game where you meet other people and you play with other people. But it's also a loot shooter where you do these activities to gain this loot. And, of course, the loot that drops has different rarity levels. And, of course, the hardest stuff to drop. I mean, some stuff I've tried to get for literally three months before it actually dropped from my character. So being so being able to then save on my Xbox go to my PC, log in, and all the stuff that I've worked so hard for to get is available on my PC. Uh, all the finishes that I have, um, you know, some of these missions take three weeks at a time. Um, and they're, they're structured like that purposely. So not having to do those three-week missions, uh, again, is really cool. And so that's the, that's the concept of the cross save is you can take your stuff from from one platform and pick it up on the other platform. I mean, really, it's really almost cool. like cross-platform play ish right that would be the holy grail right it's getting so closer anyway we're yeah. getting there you know uh and if, and which which i think this is probably the the prelude prelude to that because one of the things they also said was they were getting rid of console exclusive exclusivity and that is something that has annoyed me mm-hmm. from the start because i have never ever ever considered buying a playstation because they have an extra gun in, the, in their version of Destiny than I have on the Xbox. Just not doing it, you know? So it just never appealed to me. It never worked for me. I'm sure maybe other people have been like, you know what, I really want that extra gun or that You're worried experience. that gun was going to get nerfed anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course it would. So, yeah, it just never did anything <laughs> like that. So, you know, so the fact that they're eliminating that and just all the, all the places you play are going to get the same stuff at the same time, really cool. So now there's really no need not to enable the ability to play, you know, Xbox people play against PlayStation people. Do you think this will end up becoming a more common thing? Does it feel that way to you? It does feel that way um, because uh, who is it? Call of Duty announced that they'll have it mm-hmm. as well. Um, and I think, uh, you know, these console, uh, Microsoft and Sony need to make sure they stay ahead 
of whatever Google Stadia and Apple tend to uh, intend to bring to the t- to the gaming table. So something like this, and Microsoft has been trying to get stuff like this for for quite some time. Um, they even have some cross saving and you know abilities already between um the Windows 10 and the mm-hmm. Xbox. So yeah, yeah. it just it just makes perfect sense. I will hear more about that next week at E3. I'm sure. Although we have so many gaming announcements this week, it almost feels like E3 already started. I know, right? <laughs> Well, thanks to everybody who participates in our subreddit, gaming news, and otherwise. You can submit stories and vote on others at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. We're also on Facebook. We've got a great group, facebook.com slash groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Sarah, read me an email. Oh, Tom, I'm glad you asked because I have one at the ready, and it's from Charles who said, Scott mentioned, Scott Johnson on our Wednesday show, mentioned how its smart speaker conversation mode could be good because you currently have to do every individual interaction with separate commands. His example was wanting to turn on multiple lights with a single command. Actually, Charles says you can. I have several smart plugs used with lamps and discovered if I use two complete sentences connected with and it works. One, my lamps, smart plugs, is named hall and one is named entry. So if I say uh, Amazon Assistant, turn on the hall and entry lamps, it will tell me it doesn't know a device named hall and entry. However, if I say Amazon device, turn on the hall lamp and turn on the entry lamp, it works. Ah, it's clever. So, so you can do a conjunction, but you have to start a whole sentence over again. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before the show of of some of the, I mean, it the learning curve that 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 we've had. Certainly, I've had in my home where, yeah, I, I've I've got some smart bulbs, and I'm learning to tell my assistant what to do with them. And I I do have to say sentences in a way that I feel is less intuitive. Mm-hmm. But once I'm like, okay, that's what she needs me to say. Now I know I got it. So I, I am now talking more like a robot and less like a human, which I don't think is really the ultimate goal. But <laughs> again, that's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's part of the learning process for all of us. Yeah. I wonder if that'll have an effect on, on English language. We all start talking more <laughs> like robots. Yeah. Uh, I know that what Amazon announced is they want to make that go away. They want to make things more conversational, but yeah, my pet peeve is, uh, I have an app called Our Groceries. And if I say, tell Our Groceries to add chocolate chips to shopping list, that makes perfect sense. But if I, if I want to find out if I already put something on, I have to say, tell Our Groceries is chocolate chips on the shopping list. I even uh, had to stop and think about it right now. I can't say yeah. ask because if I say ask, it's like, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. What's Ask Our Groceries? That's not an app. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, I can't uh, help you with that. The modern world, uh, not seamless, it turns out. I yeah. love home automation. I'm a big fan. So anything they do to, I mean, make me too, me too. And I, I'm willing, I'm willing to 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 weather some of the bumps in the road, right? Right. <laughs> as, as we as we get closer to utopia, but but for now, I I agree with Charles that it there there's there's some uh, there's there's some evolution to be had. Yeah, still progress to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who's been making progress on an art piece during this show is Len Peralta. Len, what have you been drawing for us today? You know, Chris is really excited about cross saves, which is really cool. I'm kind of the other <laughs> way, which is just free-to-play tentpole games, which is actually really, really cool. And I, uh, for this image, uh, you know, I, I went with low-hanging fruit, uh, <laughs> the Destiny character saying, finally, free-to-play tentpole games, that's what I call Destiny. Destiny. <laughs> which is uh which is pretty cool so uh that is uh actually available if you're one of my patreons at patreon.com forward slash len you have this right now and you can just get it or you can just go the old-fashioned way buy it at my store lenperaltastore.com that's awesome 
That really looks like a good warlock too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his monitor should be a little bit higher. He's going to have some back strain. Yeah, well, saying. Most, most people playing do have a little bit of back There's a problem with warlocks. <laughs> true, true. Uh, thanks, Landon. Also, thanks to Chris Ashley for being with us today. Chris, it's so nice to have you back on the show. Let folks always. know where they can keep up with all of your other fantastic work. Uh, you can always check us out over at smrpodcast.com. Uh, we try to record a show every week. Um, you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Big Chris Ashley. Um, but uh, the show is pretty cool. Me, Rob Dunwood, Rod Simmons. We, uh, you know, three brothers hanging out on the show, just talking tech and uh, whatever else comes to mind, including barbecue or whatever. I learn something every week on SMR podcast. Uh, it's often about technology. Sometimes it's about working out <laughs> or something else, but uh, come join me folks. SMRpodcast.com. Uh, you can also join me in Los Angeles. In fact, you can join me, Sarah, Roger, Rich Straffolino from Daily Tech Headlines, our intern Amos. We're all going to be at the Farmer's Market, 6333 West 3rd Street in Los Angeles on June 12th. That's next Wednesday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it's right next to the Grove. So if you're in the L.A. area next week and you got the time and the ability to get there, head on down to the Grove Farmer's Market. Uh, and we will be gathered around the 326 bar. That's 4 to 6 p.m. Wednesday, June 12th. Our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. If you got something on your mind, well, unload it on us. We're also live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern at 2030 UTC. And you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back Monday. Talk to you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. You have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.